exegetical preaching. What is it? Why is it important? What are the benefits of this preaching method when compared to topical preaching? James will provide answers to these questions in today's episode of Minister's Minute, an installment of the Everyday Ministry podcast for ministers with shorter attention spans. This is how it is here. Welcome to our race. Fallen, be trampled, no difference to us. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Minister's Minute. I am Royce Alanese and I'm here with the one and only James White. Talk about uh, an important issue that I think maybe a lot of listeners might deal with. So how you doing, James? Man, I am doing well, even though I think as we have established many, many times on at some form of our podcast, then I am not the one and only James White, but that's okay. <laughs> I know. I had the urge to say soon to be Dr. James White, but I wasn't sure how soon to be that is. Mm, about six <laughs> years, maybe. <laughs> nice. Well, cool. Well, I think we'll just kind of jump right into it. So the primary topic of our conversation today is going to be preaching. So just to get the ball rolling a little bit, James, why don't you kind of jump into what are the different kinds of preaching, different approaches you can take, and maybe what you kind of favor as a as a minister? I think there's different approaches mainly the idea of preaching verse by verse through text, preaching topically, or maybe even specific scriptures that may be disconnected from other scriptures that you may have preached prior. So mm-hmm. ma- mainly two different things we see is topical and then verse by verse. And I think mm-hmm. there has to be a key element to even either one of those approaches. And it's this idea of mm-hmm. eschatological preaching. And I really think that's the heart of when we preach, it really should be how we preach. And so Hmm. that's really what I want to talk about on this week's episode is you could probably tell from the artworks already, if you pay attention to any of that, is a case for eschatological preaching. And really what I want to do in this podcast is really kind of lay out three aspects of this is what is it, why is it practiced, and then why is it important? All right, great. Well, I think we should just get right into the the what it is then. Can can you give this a kind of a definition and what that means. Yeah. Yeah. So eschatological preaching, many people may be thinking, as I said earlier, this idea of verse by verse through scripture, meaning maybe you're preaching through John or Matthew or, you know, maybe an Old Testament text like Jonah, and you begin in verse one, chapter one, verse one, and you preach from that verse to the very last verse um, in order. Now, that is what verse by verse would be. Now, the issue, though, is eschatological preaching isn't necessarily that. What eschatological Hmm. preaching really is, it's just preaching the text for what it is. And so it could be any text of Scripture. It could be that random text that you, as a preacher, decided throughout your week or prior weeks to preach this text at a certain time. But it's taking Hmm. that text and really doing the work to understand what that text means. Not necessarily completely in our context, but originally what it means to the biblical audience. And then as you understand what it means in the biblical audience, then understanding the difference between us and the biblical audience. Mm -hmm. And then trying to build as um, grasping God's word would explain. It's a hermeneutics books is building this bridge between the biblical audience and us and really applying it. And so eschatological preaching could happen multiple ways. It could happen verse by verse, or it could happen on one-off sermons or topical sermons. Hmm. 
Mm. The issue isn't topical sermons. And so often mm. that's kind of what gets the bad rap right now mm-hmm. is that topical sermons are bad. But topical mm-hmm. sermons aren't necessarily bad because they are important to address specific doctrines of the church or important mm-hmm. to specific moments of our life or difficulties of the church's life. And so topical is not bad. It's just the issue. And I actually wrote an article um, and kind of addressing this and it published on the Striving for Eternity page is this idea of cut and paste sermons. And what I mean by this is starting with a topic and then finding scriptural proofs for your topic mm-hmm. uh, and then really not explaining the text itself, but using them more as proof texts. Yeah. I think that's where the issue lies, not necessarily topical, but that form of topical. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So you, you think that exegetical preaching could really actually have a good place within topical preaching as long as it's used the right way. Yeah, exactly. Because so often what happens is when one preaches topical or one-off sermons, however you want to word that, then they really take scripture and not doing the work of really understanding what it's saying. And I understand that. That's why mm-hmm. personally, I think verse by verse is beneficial for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, for the pastor or the preacher that is preaching week in and week out, is that if you're preaching verse by verse through a specific book of the Bible, you do a lot of the heavy lifting on the front end. You're understanding mm-hmm. the audience. You're understanding the scripture. You're doing the prep work of understanding that specific book, where it fits in the history of humanity, where it fits in God's redemption. But you're also understanding what is this author trying to convey as a whole. And mm-hmm. so when you do this verse by verse, what you're doing is each week you're just building off of that same work that you've done the week before. But mm-hmm. when you do topical that and, and preach it eschatetically, you're doing a lot of heavy lifting week in and week out that you don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to do if you do the verse-by-verse option. So it's right. beneficial, one, for the pastor to do it that way. Mm-hmm. But secondly, it's beneficial for the people. Because what mm-hmm. I have found personally is when you preach verse-by-verse through Scripture, then you find yourself coming to texts that you would not address any other way. Hmm. Think about it. I mean, if you had to guess, what would be one of the hardest things to preach about as a paid minister? Tithing. Tithing, right. Because that gives a bad rap. <laughs> a pastor may right. preach on tithing once in their three-year span at a church and then do it again <laughs> later. Um, right. And But then it's like they're going to get that rap. Is that pastor just preaching on tithing? He wants to raise blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. when you preach verse by verse through text, then it's there. You say, mm-hmm. hey, look, this this is what we've been working through, and it just so happens to be here. Mm-hmm. But the same mm-hmm. thing with other hard topics, you know, drunkenness, mm-hmm. homosexuality, uh, things that we're dealing with as a culture that you're not getting on soapbox. Now, mm-hmm. it seems like I'm advocating for verse by verse because I am in some ways. But like I've been saying through this podcast, the importance is eschatological preaching, not necessarily verse by verse. Mm-hmm. Because you can preach well on topical sermons as long as you're doing it in the right parameters. And that is understanding the text, understanding the biblical audience, understanding the difference between us and the biblical audience, mm-hmm. understanding the true meaning of the text, and then how we apply this to, to us today. Mm-hmm. That's good. So as a minister, what are some of the common scenarios or environments in which you would stick to exegetical preaching? So I think it's different for me now 
as many may already know, I've transitioned from pastorate to a youth pastor. And so I'm not preaching week in and week out now like I mm-hmm. once was. Before mm-hmm. then, I think the common mistake that many pastors make, and this is all personal, this is all personal opinion, I could be wrong, is mm-hmm. that many churches, the pastor practices eschatological preaching well on the mm-hmm. Sunday night or the Wednesday night gatherings, mm-hmm. but they don't allow that to be the case on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. And they tend to be more topical or cut and paste sermons mm-hmm. on Sunday morning. And mm-hmm. the issue with that is what our people need above all else is a healthy diet of God's word. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to be honest, the most time that people show up for church is going to be Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when our primary time to focus and preach and to really teach our people. And so I would say the most healthy way of doing this is eschatological preaching on Sundays um, for your Sunday. I say Sunday morning because it's cultural, right? Mm-hmm. But if your church gathers on Sunday night as its primary time of worship, then do it then. So I'll say your your primary time of worship as a congregation. I'll say it that way. Mm-hmm. Practice it gotcha. then. Mm-hmm. Now, in youth ministry, it's changed a lot where my primary time to walk through Scripture with the students are Wednesday nights. And so mm-hmm. it may look different than a preaching a sermon, but I'm going to walk through Scripture and address these same four things with them so that, one, they understand how to read Scripture themselves, but then, two, we're focusing on God's Word above all else. That's good. So some people might ask, like, okay, why why are we so worried? Why is it so important? Why is this preaching so important that we that we do this well and excellent and in a way that is beneficial to the body? What's so important about this? So I think I've addressed a lot of that so far. Um, but I think the primary thing that it boils down to is that when we gather as a congregation, our focus should be on God's Word because that is what instructs us. That is how God speaks to us. That's how God teaches us. That should be what dictates everything that we do as a congregation from our gatherings to our business to how we operate as a congregation. And because of that, the Word of God should be the center of all worship services. And I'm reminded some of the words that Paul gave Timothy in his first letter to him, found in chapter 4, verse 13. It says, Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to love and faith and purity. Now, there's a lot going on in this one single verse, and I'm not trying to take it out of context by any means, but we see this primary thing that Paul begins with, is to Mm -hmm. devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture. Now, obviously, we're talking about preaching, right? Mm -hmm. But it's also this idea of exhortating God's Word and what Paul is telling Timothy here. And then he says to love and faith and impurity. So the Mm -hmm. the Word of God must be center of what we do. And one of the primary ways we do that is looking at it in context. And we do that especially well when we preach and teach eschatically rather than Proof texting, essentially. Mm. Mm. That's good, man. Well, I'd like for you to maybe kind of wrap it up by giving us a, a quick 30-second minute summary of, of what we just talked about. But before we do that, I'd like to allow some time for our friends at the Christian podcast community to share a commercial. Mm-hmm. 
The Five Solas Podcast, a weekly podcast hosted by James Watkins that is dedicated to the Reformed theological distinctives and their continued relevance for the church and world today. Grace alone, faith alone, Christ alone, scripture alone, to the glory of God alone. Join us each episode to discuss the truths of these foundational rallying cries of the Protestant reformers, the prophetic challenge they present, and the sound wisdom they provide as we delve into their biblical meaning and theological significance and reflect upon and appropriate their truths, we will be engaging issues in the church and world. Each week, from the rich insight of Reformation Christianity, we will be showing all the manifold ways in which this material helps challenge and direct the current church in its life of worship and witness, and confront the idols of our age with biblical discernment and a sound apologetic in a manner that is as open and transparent as possible, while challenging you to seek the glory of God in all that you do. Soli Deo Gloria. All right, so uh, we are back, and so uh, James, go ahead and, and just kind of sum everything up into a, into a quick quick summary for us, what we just discussed. All right, so what I want to start off by saying is what I'm talking about here is preaching God's Word the way God intended it. Now, this is a daunting task. Stand up before God's people and say, this is what God's word says. But if you're a preacher, this is a task that you're taking regularly. And in doing so, do it in such a way that you're exposing what God's word actually says by first looking at what the scripture would mean to the original audience, then looking at the differences between us and the original audience, and then in doing that, you would understand what the text says. And in understanding what the text says, you then can rightly apply it to your congregation. And so if it's verse by verse or if it's topical, just commit to exposing what God's word actually says by eschatological preaching. We'd like to thank you for listening to today's episode of the Everyday Ministry Podcast, where we seek to provide quality content first through our full-length episodes that release every first and third Monday of the month, and second through the Minister's Minute. These are short 10 to 15 minute episodes that release every second and fourth Monday of the month in which one of our co-hosts will seek to answer a specific question related to everyday ministry. If you enjoyed today's episode, we encourage you to subscribe and rate the podcast through the podcast catcher of your choice. We can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and YouTube. Today we pray peace and grace for you through our Lord Jesus Christ, and happy ministry.